Welcome to the Healthcare Quality Podcast, sharing tools, tips, and techniques for healthcare quality improvement with a special focus on managing data. Here's the latest update. Hello, my name is David Kashmir, and welcome to the Healthcare Quality Podcast. My background is as a Lean Six Sigma Master Black Belt and as a trauma and emergency surgeon. Today, let's talk about whether the gains made from your recent quality project uh, will be continued on and whether your quality improvements will really endure. OR turnaround time is a classic opportunity for quality improvement in hospitals. Surgeons typically say it takes way too long to clean and prepare the ORs. The materials management team and housekeeping staff often add that they're doing everything they can to go as quickly as possible without sacrificing their safety or doing a bad job for the patients. Anesthesia colleagues may add that they too are going as fast as possible while completely preparing the rooms and maintaining patient safety. However, the rest of administration will remind the team of an estimated cost of OR time so as to put a face on the costs associated with that downtime when no one is operating in the ORs. I've seen these range from as low as $50 per minute to as high as $100 per minute. Here's a classic quality improvement project, and it involves many stakeholders, shared OR governance, and an obvious opportunity to decrease what many hospitals consider non-value-added time. I bet it's a project that your healthcare system has performed before, uh, or one that it will that it will perform soon, or even one that it's eyeing as a potential for significant quality improvement. And you know what? Even if you've gotten this challenging project done in your healthcare system, the issue may not be behind you. Let me tell you why. Once upon a time, at one hospital, the goal of a, an important quality improvement project was to reduce that turnaround time in the operating rooms. And wow, had it ever worked. The team had adopted a clear definition of turnaround time, and it had used a DMAIC project to significantly decrease that time. It was almost like a NASCAR pit crew in there. It was safe, orchestrated, complete, and really helped the rest of the OR staff to improve OR flow. The time required to turn over a room had also become much more predictable, and this decreased variation in turnover times was also a big help to patient flow and scheduling. The team used several classic tools, including a spaghetti diagram, a Kanban inventory system, and a visual control board to notify all of the players in the process, like anesthesia, surgery, pre-op nursing, and the holding room, when the operating room was ready to go. They saved days worth of wasted motion uh, in terms of time spent walking for the OR prep crew when that was projected out over a year's worth of turnovers. The OR staff could complete about one entire extra surgical case per room per day. The results have been truly amazing. But only three months later, the turnaround time had crept back up again to where it had been before the changes, a median of more than 25 minutes per case. Nobody noticed at first that the turnaround times were slowly going back uh, toward that pre-intervention state. They were going from amazing to just pretty good again. 
that is, until one day. And on that day, the OR got very backed up because a couple of turnarounds took more than 40 minutes, and the chief surgeon wasn't happy, and she didn't tell, uh, she didn't hesitate to tell anyone, anyone she could, how she felt about it. What had kept the gains from being sustained? Well, you've probably seen these classic culprits before. It was a combination of several factors. For example, two new people had started in the operating room. One longtime employee in the facility services department had retired. The new people, well, they really weren't educated all that well about the turnaround system. <clears throat> and they also didn't know exactly where everything was yet. But that wasn't the only problem. In fact, the quality improvement team hadn't built a control plan into the system. And as one anonymous master black belt said, good quality projects never die. And if you plan them right, they don't even fade away. Well, in this case, because there was no control plan, well, the first sign that there was a problem was when the chief surgeon fired off an angry email to the rest of administration and most of the staff. The signal that there was an issue should have come much earlier, when the variation in turnover times decreased unexpectedly. That signal could have been noticed weeks before, when the moving range on the IMR chart was much greater than expected that variation in turnover times had substantially increased. In fact, turnover times previously had exceeded the upper spec limit on at least one occasion. And it wasn't only this upper spec limit that was exceeded, the upper control limit on a control chart would have been exceeded by far as well. The signals could have been noticed weeks before. How? Well, the team could have used an IMR control chart to notice that the range of times for room turnover had gone out of control. The team could have had someone, a process owner like the OR administration, positioned to sound the alarm that the process needed to be solidified when, weeks earlier, several other turnovers took, again, an unexpectedly long time. Fortunately, in this case, the project team recovered. They quickly deployed an IMR chart and also reviewed their data. The chief surgeon had been correct. Yes, those cases did take an unexpectedly long time, even when reviewed in the context of the OR's data. A root cause analysis was performed, and the quality team quickly realized that several issues lined up to make those items take so much longer. After addressing the issues, the team was back at it in full swing only a week or two later. The pit crew was back at it, and the NASCAR-like precision had returned. The take-home? The lesson here is that the creation of a control phase plan to maintain the good work that you and the team have done is an essential part of quality improvement projects. Without an excellent control plan, it is very difficult to maintain the improvements that you've made as a foundation for future improvements. Failure to plan a control phase is, unfortunately, planning to fail. Did you know the HQP is on SoundCloud and iTunes? 
Visit us there and at the podcast's home, surgicalbusinessmodelinnovation.com. <laughs>